So this movie is about the elevator. What other mode of conveyance could we portmanteau a scary word into? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, immediately a mode of conveyance. I'm thinking about those. What are they called in airports? Where it's like a, it's like a oh travelators, travelators. But then it's going to be the same, the same elevator, isn't it? <laughs> travel, 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 murder, travel. <laughs> Fall over and hurt yourself. A... <laughs> About the shy ambulance. Shy ambulance. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's an ambulance, but M Night Shyamalan's in it. Ah, ah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, this must be his cameo. Oh no, I'm in an M Night Shyamalan film. <laughs> oh god! Oh, what's Turn the twist? <laughs> oh god! The NHS is defunded. There is no hospital to go to. No. <laughs> oh god, M Night Shyamalan! It's your most plausible twist yes, yet. Podcast that regularly asks people to hang tough. I'm Paul the Mechanic and former soldier. Getting credit in this movie. It's a new year and a new recommendations month, and to kick us off just the right way, we have Helen Gaffney from Roll Plus Heart. Hello. Helen, tell us about your pods. My pods? Um, yeah. I, I only have the one pod. Um, oh no. But. But it's okay. Maybe one day I'll, I'll have six pods. You need multiple pods. Everyone who comes on here has at least multiple pods. needs at least three pods. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I am uh, the eponymous... Not eponymous? Eponymous? Not eponymous. <laughs> the eponymous Mrs. Um, Roll Plus Heart. I, I am the business cat from Roll Plus Heart. That's what people seem to refer ah, to me, so that's what yes. I'm just going to... I'm going to own it at this point. <laughs> Meow, I am a cat. I am here live. <laughs> Amazing. Tell us about World Plus Hearts, the the podcast. Um. Well, yeah. It's like it's it's an anthology. Po- I'm. I'd suspect I'm going to be very bad at describing this compared to Bex and Jen. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's an anthology just... style uh, TTRPG actual play podcast uh, in which we uh, play different games and have a jolly old time. It's got a very similar tone to Quest Fantastic because we share two of their members, so it's ah, all yes. very friendly. <laughs> and uh quite giddy as a rule we usually just yes. laugh at each other for a yeah. couple of hours and then we put it out there you know that's that's how we do entirely fair <laughs> enough it's worked it's worked for us so far yeah i think it works pretty well for all plus out as well it's cl- it's cl- it's clearly a functioning um way of doing podcasts i think people just like to hear us talking absolute shit <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. Speaking of which, um, Helen has doomed us to live an old, old wives' tale uh, with the 2010 supernatural horror film Hellevate. I mean, Devil. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is not good. Why is Elevator Six in inspection mode? Oh, come on, man. Oh. What's happening? Nothing. Just relax. What was that? <laughs> You all right? You're bleeding. Oh, my God. It, it feels like something bit me. Does anybody have anything sharp on them? They might have cut her? No. You mind if we search your pockets? Yes, I do mind. You mind if we search yours? What was that? It should have been Helicopter. Uh, it would have yeah. matched its name, then, at least, for cheesiness. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. The film was written by Brian Nelson. Oh, that doesn't seem right. Uh, directed by John Eric Dowdle. Mm, doesn't seem right. And it's produced <laughs> by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, okay. Ah. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, uh, uh, it makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> it all is coming together. And I'm assuming now that um, Brian Nelson and Eric and John Eric Dowdle are pseudonyms. Well, they're just very good friends. <laughs> very good friends like... slash sock puppets that he has. <laughs> I'm just picturing him in a little room with his little sock puppets. <laughs> Brian, shall got... we do a film? <laughs> yes, I think so, M. Night. <laughs> I've, I've assembled my crew. Lefty and righty. Just give him the money. Uh, <laughs> critics reacted to the film like the very worst case scenario involving toast with jam on one side. You'll never believe what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> best, best line in any film. I'll save that for later. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. We're definitely coming back to that. Absolutely. Candice Frederick at Real Talk Online said, Devil isn't really scary. The acting stinks and it's not that clever. But you can rest knowing that the culprit isn't a hand puppet. Now, I can't get access to the rest of her review and I <laughs> cannot remember what 2010 thing led her to really fear the idea that the bad guy might be a hand puppet in the end. <laughs> is, this an, is this from the fallout of Avatar? Was I can't it... remember the ending of that movie. <laughs> Was there a hand puppet involved in that? The, uh, was there a thing the that back in 2010 or so? <laughs> <laughs> back in 2010, were most horror movies ending with the twist surprise that the villain was a hand puppet the whole time? <laughs> I can't remember. Anyone has any clue what that might be about? <laughs> right in. When did the boy happen? Oh, God. I think later. There was the boy, there was Annabelle. Both of these are later, I think. I feel like they're all later, aren't they? 2016, yeah, the, the co- boy. That's, that's way too late. Yeah. What's and happening? the country was like 2012. I have no idea what this is all about. Somebody, somebody, get in touch with this one. I, I suppose actually um, the village, not not hand puppets necessarily, but it was you know <laughs> it was Muppet style person in <laughs> big floppy thing. Sorry if you've oh not God, seen if... the village and still want to watch it. I guess. Oh God, <laughs> twist! It was Muppets the whole it time. It was Muppets the whole time. Oh no. <laughs> oh God, I had to do another critical view because this one is amazing. Uh, Jeanette Katsoulis over at the New York Times says. Circling wildly within the film's main set, a stalled elevator car, or hurtling up and down an empty shaft, Mr. Fujimoto's camera is as giddy as a tween at a Justin Bieber concert. <laughs> nice. Timely reference there. <laughs> a very 2010 review of Extremely this Extremely 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber's audience are now people in their 40s at the very least. And they're all on drugs. And yeah. they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> Mostly statins, because we're all so fucking old. <laughs> <sighs> Public, meanwhile, felt that they deserved the very best mattresses. Uh, this is a little long, but I think it's worth it. Erin uh, Andrus on Google says, Honestly, I have no clue why I love this movie so much. It seems like every time I'm looking for something to get me on edge, I automatically think of this movie. What? The, <laughs> the movie is set in just one building, with a few scenes elsewhere. Uh, which therefore makes it very easy to follow along. I like that too. I hate it when there's so many locations. I get confused. Oh, just it just seems like there's a lot of you know other films. There's so much effort put into <laughs> getting locations. Watching a James Bond movie, Russia. Oh my god, <laughs> what are we doing in Russia? <laughs> a well-made movie does not only affect a person's emotions when they are watching the movie, but also affects them after too. The fact 
The fact is that this movie has a way of making people want to pray afterwards, just for good measures, people, meaning me and my friends would say. <laughs> Literally, when the p- movie got to the point where the detective was telling the lady and man to take responsibility, I started confessing to all the bad things that I could remember, which led to a very embarrassing moment where my friends were looking at me like I went crazy. Anyways, overall, most memorable movie that you would love to watch again. 64 <laughs> people found that helpful. What the hell? <laughs> Oh, you're right. I, I was I was looking for a film that would make me confess my sins at the end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this. For this really helpful Finally, review. something we could use to extract confession. I mean, yeah, you could maybe use devil to extract confessions from people, but not in the way you may think. <laughs> Shut it off. I'll tell you anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did I do to you? <laughs> <laughs> What's that about toast? I'll tell you anything. I was watching it with Craig and I did it, I did get that tone from him like, have I done something wrong? Why are we doing this? <laughs> I'm sorry for whatever you know, I did to you this week. You know why. <laughs> you know what you've done, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the film has 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, 44% on Metacritic, 6.3 on IMDb, 66% on Google, which is the lowest I think I've ever seen a Google score. Oh, Jesus. It was extremely easy to please. And it made 62 million dollars on a 10 million dollar budget wow that's pretty good that's all right that that, you know they saved all that money on locations yes (laughs) and actors maybe (laughs) yeah they may have just gotten crew oh god so ellen you uh, so helen you jesus in a pancake if devil is real must good movies be real too by which i mean how come devil (laughs) how come devil well how come devil well sarah stole my actual choice Quite frankly. Oh, really? Spanglish was a film we both watched together and subsequently oh, wow. worked out on. So here's some backstory oh from a previous episode. Um, yeah, Very so that would have been my, my first sort of thing. But then I thought, well, I like horror movies. I get like excited for horror movies. Maybe I should pick a horror movie that really disappointed me. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I think when I first watched this, I was like, oh, the premise is interesting. Let me give this a go. Because yeah. it is... At least you think, yeah. oh god, okay, yeah, that's interesting for a horror movie just to be set in this tiny, like, you know, how are they going to do that? Yeah, um, I love that. I love contained movies like that. And yeah, high concept yeah. yeah, premises is always fun. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay, maybe this will be good. And I watched it and I was deeply disappointed, as you might imagine. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so it was just what came to mind because it, like, cause, like I said, I wanted to do a horror movie because I, that's the sort of, that's what I watch most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I spent 80% Excellent. of my life watching horror movies. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's definitely relatable. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's fair. I'm the, I'm the direct opposite of Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and Goodman as well. But as long as I have this podcast, I will continue to use it to force these people to watch horror movies. They must. It's good for them. <laughs> it is good for them. Yeah. You know, get it's a, good medicine for Get a healthy dose of, dose of afraid. And, and oh, indeed. just paranoia as well. Like You need to be like a normal Absolutely. human filled with d- distress. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way of processing it. Exposure. <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right well let's have a look at what happens then in yes. devil let's do that and the movie starts and we start with oh fuck the night chronicles i forgot about this <laughs> it flashes up with the very confident number one <laughs> it's like oh god that's right there were gonna be loads of these this is gonna be a series oh, of inexpensive horror movies i didn't and they even, even know announced... <laughs> yeah they announced the next night chronicle it was gonna i can't remember what it was gonna be called but it was gonna be a jury who are deliberating over a case and decide to use a Ouija board to contact the victim. Really? 
Yeah, again, it's not a bad premise, but you know how it's going to run. <laughs> you know that it's going to be like five scenes inside the actual premise, and then the rest of it's going to be a detective running around trying to solve the thing. Oh uh. god, that just makes me think of the actual real life story of when like a court Ooh. genuinely used um this was in like the seventeen hundreds or something stupid. A court oh, wow. genuinely <laughs> used a ghost as a witness. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love that. It was I have to, I'd have to look it up because I can't remember exactly what the name of this was, but like oh such ludicrousness. But that is an insane thing. <laughs> that is an insane little thing from history that, that <laughs> nearly happened. That exists, and possibly. apparently the third movie in the series was going to be what became Split, so it did eventually happen. Well, they made Split, and that <laughs> they was made Split. F- fine. <laughs> it was fine for Shyamalan. It was yeah. like the visit. It was. Yeah. It was very nothing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It definitely didn't have the staying power that I think Shyamalan maybe assumed it would. <laughs> God, you know, the other day, or oh, actually a few weeks ago, The Sixth Sense was on TV. And I thought, oh yeah, let's let's watch it to see all the warning signs as to what Shyamalan <laughs> would eventually become. That is a very good film. It's that a has good none, film. Yeah, there's none no of red flags. weird traits. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Like every so often, a line of dialogue would be said. Like I think Haley Joel Osment is in this, the car scene, the famous car scene with Tony Collette, where he's about to tell her the truth about his gift. Yeah. And it starts with him looking at her and saying. I'm ready to communicate with you now. But he's just a weird kid. <laughs> yeah, so you expect it's him to meant, say weird he's meant stuff. to be strange. <laughs> yeah, you don't realise that's as natural as Shyamalan's going to get. <laughs> Shyamalan can write uh, weird kids and that's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just unfortunately makes all of his characters weird kids. <laughs> Even when they're weird adults. I do notice that the uh, Wikipedia plot summary for this movie seems to have been written by M. Night Shyamalan, <laughs> so I'll just read the first bit of this. Oh, please do. This is, what, this is literally the plot summary from Wikipedia. A Bible verse, 1 Peter 5.8, appears on screen. An unseen man narrates with a story about his childhood, where his mother explained the circumstances that surround the devil roaming the earth. A man jumps to his death from a skyscraper, leaving a suicide note about the devil's approaching presence. Shortly thereafter, and I'll, I'll leave it at shortly thereafter, but <laughs> <laughs> what a phrase. What a phrase, Wikipedia. And that, that is what Wikipedia sometimes will get flagged with as too much detail. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Too much flowery language. Um, I, we don't need a blow-by-blow. Blow. To be fair, I feel like that's that 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 description is almost exactly right. It's just that you can't write a description of this film without sounding insane. That's true. That <laughs> is true. It's just, and then, and then. And then that weird shit happened. And then there was another weird thing that happened. Um, so all of that did happen. And in and amongst it, we did meet our main cop, Detective Dark Past. Or Zachary Squinto, as I've called him. Mr. Cynic Face. That is what yes, I, I think. Mr. I just Cynic called face. him Cynical Cop, but that's, that's what I've written him. Oh, oh yeah, bless him. He's seen too much. Bless him with too his dark past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too old for this. He announces. Shit. <laughs> he comes to the scene and announces that it can't possibly be a suicide because the guy grabbed a rosary before he did it. And that would be weird for someone about to commit suicide to do. What? It, I. <laughs> Like for no, I think he said it's like it. It must be a suicide because didn't he say? Isn't that what he said? It must be a suicide because he oh. grabbed a rosary, but it couldn't possibly be right. him being afraid. And I was like, actually no, because if you're afraid, you might. I feel like I'm more likely to be praying. If I'm a if I'm a religious person, I will pray yeah. if afraid. <laughs> like, also, what's the working what's the working theory that he got so afraid he just ran through a window and forgot <laughs> he was on the hundredth floor. Left like a, sh- a a guy shaped hole in the window as he tried to run out of it. So like, yeah, because the problem, uh. the idea is, oh, maybe he was pushed. But then, like, if yeah. if if he was if he was pushed, 
he and he was religious and it was someone with a gun yeah sure he yeah. could have been praying on his rosary like please don't <laughs> let me be pushed i'm afraid god please help you know like, yeah. what, what are you talking about none of that hey, makes sense it's the best it's the best form of defense but anyway <laughs> it's time to meet the passengers of the elevator mm-hmm. uh they are security guard too old for this shit <laughs> jody foster I think at least initially. She loses the resemblance as the time goes on, but for, uh, up front, I put Jodie Foster. <laughs> Fair play. I, she just doesn't look like anyone to me. <laughs> no, I hate that when that happens, but she had some Fosterish chin work going on. Foster uh, speaking of Speaking of the opposite of that problem, every white dude from the 2010s is here. <laughs> Perhaps Topher Grace could be the, uh, <laughs> the landing one, but he's here. Uh, we've got M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Not just because he seems to be a man of Indian heritage, but he is a lot like M. Night Shyamalan's self-inserts, and is the one yeah. who most espouses Shyamalan-esque dialogue. <laughs> well, at least we got tunes. Bum, bum, bum. Don't say under that apple tree with anyone else but me. Come on, Grandma, you know the words. Anyone else but me. Don't be a jerk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Miss Manners, did I offend your noble sensibilities? Why don't you play off, pal? Why don't you suck a butt? This is great. Let's just pick on the nice guy for bringing a little levity. Maybe we should all just stop talking for a while. Sure. And the old lady who is the most physically frail of the bunch, but is weirdly judgmental of everyone. And one of these people is the devil. <laughs> Which could it be? <laughs> who could it possibly be? See, I'd who forgotten the twist of this. <laughs> and Craig, <laughs> like, I was saying to Craig, oh, it must be such and such. And he, he, he I was pausing the film because he was going to get something. He said, it's this person. I was like, really? <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> I was annoyed. All the little clues. Ah. <laughs> oh. And then we meet my favourite character from any movie ever. Though all those previous people get stuck in an elevator together. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Jacob Vargas, who as that old trope, the suspicious Catholic Mexican security guard. <laughs> I love him. Okay. You see it? Yeah, yeah, look, that's just that's just grain in the image. That's you know, it's a mistake. It's like when people see Jesus in a pancake or something. No. No, no, it's esto. Esto es algo malo. We all know that character, and he will be here to know way too much about what's going on, the very specific thing that is going on. Oh, so, so obvious. Oh, God. Like, oh, he's Latinx? Okay, let's make him extremely religious and have his mum tell him horrible stories when he was a child. About suicide. They're so folksy, those (laughs) non-whites. They're bound to have some applicable knowledge about what went on. Oh, they know everything that's going on. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if there was like a Bane character in a movie and they had all this like folklore that they believed was going on? It just turned out to be something completely different. Yeah, that'd be great. I love that. Oh, it wasn't a Wendigo after all. Okay, it was uh, a a Japanese snake demon. (laughs) Oh, oh dear. Well... We were That's in the well com- outside of my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everyone. I only know about Wendigos. <laughs> you can take the turnips off of your faces now. <laughs> it's not going to help you. I don't know. If I, <laughs> I like to think that's a working uh, measure against Wendigos. <laughs> they hate turnips. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be something stupid like that, because they can't just be ripping people's faces <laughs> off, you know, all the time. Like, yeah. There must be something they don't like. I mean, and turnips, I think, is a reasonable concept. <laughs> if you had never experienced vampires before, you would think the garlic thing was pretty wild. That is mad. Like, what, it just... He just doesn't like garlic. Who doesn't like garlic as well? That seems well, like exactly. a, that's just so unlikely. 
<laughs> Easily the worst part of the eternal life uh, deal is not being yeah. able to have a good garlic bread. You can have a good garlic bread. What, what is the point oh. in living if you can't eat garlic bread <laughs> excessively? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, God too old for this shit is also too claustrophobic for this shit, so he starts to <laughs> tear the lift that they're in apart because that makes him feel better. Um, but they decide that they can't die hard their way out of this. What are you going to do? Shimmy up the cables? Well, there should be regular doors going up the shaft. Ridiculous. <laughs> Stay in this lift. Sorry, every time you say shaft, I'm like, <laughs> I can't help myself. I've got a problem. <laughs> I need to get my that's brain fair. out of roll plus heart mode. <laughs> that's one of the things, that's the first like week of elevator repair school is just trying to get you to stop laughing <laughs> stop at the shaft. Stop you giggling at shaft, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. So M. Night Shyamalan, the character and the producer, uh, shows off the dialogue that is absolutely representative of Brian Nelson? It's nothing. It's a sock puppet. It's entirely... <laughs> he, he starts hawking his uh, wares in this elevator. When we get out of here... You're going to need a good rest. Mattress mania. That's us. Now, everybody's had their mattress too long. Am I right? You didn't follow that advice about flipping it every few months. And now you've worn a groove into it and you think, well, I'm used to it. So, hey, but I do miss the way it felt when it came fresh out of that bag. Look at those shoes. They've been through the mill. They're saying someone deserves a better place to lie down. Insulting my shoes. The point is, a new mattress will cost a lot less than you think. You don't have to be as well off as this one. Ah, oh, I kind of love that though. <laughs> Elevator pitch, genius. <laughs> of course you there have you to. Go. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what they had in mind when they just suggested elevator pitches. Okay, so you'll with an elevator pitch, you have ninety minutes to try and pitch your idea. <laughs> you have. Almost an entire day, as far as I can gather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They do leave at night. Oh, God. So, elevator repairman Roy uh, gets jump scared by a runaway lift. And then somebody bites Jodie Foster. It literally is just a case of listing things here. There's no causality (laughs) from one thing to to the next. I like elevator repair guy, and I don't know why. I have no good reason for it, but I just appreciate his face. (laughs) He reminded me of, I think it's Thomas Middleditch, the guy who was actually in Avatar. He's like a guy who was in things for a bit. He's just in stuff. Yeah, he had a good vibe. He had a good vibe. There was a bit where he was like, the only other thing I can think of is to go to the roof and try and reset this thing manually, which sounds like a pain in the ass as he's saying it. And And the guy on the radio is just like, yeah, do that. He's like, okay. Okay, I'm on my way. I guess like, I will. <laughs> I can't relate to that work ethic, but I respect the shit out of it. Also, like, who? It, 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 what pay does he get to, to, to sort of just hoist himself down elevator shafts? There must be significant, like, surely there is hazard pay for that, surely. Like, there's got to be a company, not just a guy who takes care of this. Yeah. Although I do love, there was a great moment later on where one of the guys goes to the basement and finds that the uh, problem might be a cable that's just shorting out on a puddle. <laughs> and so he, he picks it up with a stick and then sees the, the ve- almost flat nail that the cable has been sus- used to suspect, has been suspended over this puddle <laughs> and just tries to work it back onto there. Oh, I think I wrote um, uh, obvious electrocution is obvious. Yes, I did. I did write yeah. that. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> But yes, Jodie Foster has been bitten by something, and that's yes. a tense development, so we better cut away from the lift for quite a bit of the immediate aftermath. <laughs> we deal with the security guards talking, trying to speculate about it. Um, eventually, the power goes out again, and there's more loud noises until M. Night Shyamalan dies. Oh, God, what a oh, tense no. development. We better cut away from the lift for quite a lot of the immediate aftermath. 
they'll figure it out. I also, I did, my thing is, everything interesting in this film happens in the dark. <laughs> just like, yeah. Well, but then, I, but I, this is the bit I want to enjoy. I want to see them getting murdered. <laughs> Please, these annoying characters, murder them with my sight, you know. <laughs> what happens is it cuts to black, and then when it when the lights come on, someone's been killed, including someone who's just been hung. It'd be, hanged, sorry. It'd be amazing if, like, the death got more and more ridiculous. Like, the lights come back on and a piano was full of someone. <laughs> That would be a thing of beauty, to be fair. How, how is this happening? <laughs> if only they did. Ah, <laughs> uh, this this They've somehow fallen into to... a spike pit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just here in the here in the lift now. Now we have to be careful with the spike pit. Oh god! This prompts the superstitious guard to say the funniest shit from any movie ever. It's absolutely sublime, and I will sample every single moment of it. So today, someone committed suicide. A woman got hurt. Now a man is dead. Yeah, what are you trying to say? Look, how many times have you seen a child fall and barely miss the edge of the table with their head? Look, why is it so rare that they hit it? Get to your point. Look. What are you, what are you doing? Oh. When he's near, everything goes wrong. Toast. Falls jelly side down, children hit tables, and people get hurt. The police do not want to hear this stuff from Ramirez, okay? So just stop now. Sometimes he takes human form and torments the damned on earth before stealing them away. Where I come from, we call it the devil's meeting. Is this guy for real? (laughs) (laughs) If only whoever wrote that, and I wonder who, wrote all of the dialogue for this because it's the most (laughs) wonderful moment ever. Haven't you observed that children are always fall over and so closely miss, so narrowly miss tables? No, I haven't noticed that. <laughs> I haven't seen that at all. What are you talking about? Why do they, why do they so rarely hit <clears throat> the table? It's like you might have some clumsy kids in your family. Hey, like you, you should probably be childproofing your house. Quite frankly, <laughs> if that's oh, something God. that's happening often, clearly it's not a safe place for a child. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, at this stage, every white guy decides to slowly climb out of the elevator when the other people in the lift suddenly decide that he's trying to escape and wrestle him to the floor. Get up there. I can maybe figure out what's wrong with this thing. I'm a mechanic. Pretty good with this sort of thing. He's trying to escape. He's trying to escape! I want to try yelling he's trying to escape in totally innocuous situations to see if it leads to someone getting wrestled to the floor. Just, uh... That would be great. I'm just gonna, just gonna use the toilet. Oh, sure, mate. Then wait till he gets to the door. He's trying to escape! What? <laughs> I'm just gonna shout that every time Craig wanders away. <laughs> he's making a run for it! <laughs> Later, they also shout medic. Which to me is a wild... Like, I didn't notice it, but Craig was like, they shouted medic? <laughs> Anybody see what happened? Medic! Came through the door. Is this a war zone or, or not? <laughs> hey, you could shout medic. You could, everyone gets one, so you have to be careful, but you can shout medic and once one time in your life. Show up. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bear that in mind. I'll, have, I'll, uh, I'll keep a note of it. <coughs> what happens if you shout medic twice, you end up in an elevator with the devil? <laughs> You become the medic and you have to show up for someone else. Oh, damn. That would suck. 
<laughs> they don't get paid enough for that. <laughs> so the medic who shows up for you will just be someone who tried to yell medic twice. So it's not going to be great service they offer you. They'll do their best, but they don't really know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the enthusiasm you've got to respect. So it turns out actually quite a lot of people wanted to kill Shyamalan because of a Ponzi scheme he did where a bunch of people lost their asses. Three years ago, he started one of those Ponzi schemes and when it collapsed, a lot of people lost their asses. Aha, all we need to do then is check which of these people in the elevator are missing an ass. <laughs> Who's not got an ass in there? It's, I mean, honestly, it seems like Ponzi scheme. Larry didn't have an ass to me. Like, he seemed pretty assless. Yeah. So maybe he stole his own ass. <laughs> and yet somehow Ponzi scheme Larry managed to seduce. Um, <laughs> seduce. He, um, he ended up in a relationship with uh, Mad Men uh, lady. What's her name? Oh, um, oh Just, yeah. Uh, Christina Hendricks. Oh, did he? Yeah. Th- that actor- I think so. Yeah, what? I remember finding that out and being very, very surprised. I'm just angry. I'd, I'm like, why, why does yeah. he get that? That seems unfair. I, I don't think he's I just looked it. it up and it's still true. Oh, what? What? Yep. How? Yep. He must be really, either really good in bed or really, really funny. The, one of those two. <laughs> like, the, there can be no in between. Neither of which are evident in this. Or great at cooking. Those those are the three that you can be. Ah, that, that at least we don't get. Uh, evidence for <laughs> we don't know he Hendricks. might be <laughs> oh hang on nope okay they are separated now but he's okay, still good. he yeah he, he hang in there for 10 years that's i mean you know that's all all anyone can ask for <laughs> have <laughs> 10 years of your life do you think he did one of those um you can either do this or that like 10 years of your life living with christina Hendri- Hendricks, and you die <laughs> or 100 years <laughs> living, or live I'm... forever you know <laughs> oh god would you your life is reduced by 10 years but you do get to spend 10 years with christina Hendricks. i would consider it <laughs> yeah i think i think real hard about that <laughs> i mean that's fair i mean it's gonna be the lot you know your 70s and at least yeah. when you die at age 64 or so <laughs> You'll still remember what it was like to be with Christina Hendricks. For That's 10 years. true, and also the seventies <laughs> to eighties is the is like the worst. Yeah, it's the, the worst years. Not a great time. Anyway, yeah. you might as well die yeah. die earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and that is how I'm justifying most of my decisions. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. Uh, crazy security guard talks more about the devil prompting an amazing little monologue from the detective about the nature of man. <laughs> What's this? An apology note left at the site of a hit and run. My wife and son were killed out on Bethlehem Pike five years ago, but that's okay, because whoever did it is sorry. You can tell by the heartfelt apology on the back of a car wash coupon. So no, I don't believe in the devil. We don't need him. People are bad enough by themselves. Someone writing I'm sorry on a on a coupon. Yeah, on a coupon, yeah, which is quite something, to be fair. I mean, yeah, but look, if you've not got any paper and you do want to write I'm sorry, what are you going to do? You're just going to write it in the person's blood on the on on the windscreen or something. <laughs> this is why you have to keep a pad of paper in your car in case yes. you have to leave any notes. And this is something that's... any families that's, you've killed. This is something that's born through the whole film because none of them have a pen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, be prepared, everyone. This movie was made by stationers who tried to get work. <laughs> Oh no, though the beloved our beloved repairman falls to his death onto the roof of the elevator. Ah, oh, we're saved. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the elevator is sure that Savior has arrived because the fucking guy has just pancaked onto the roof. You do wonder. It's like a loud noise, and then someone not picking up a, a up a, a walkie-talkie. Clearly, we've been we're being saved now. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's finally over, guys. <laughs> Woo! 
god. So the judge, the lights go out again, and the judgmental old lady gets hanged. And mm-hmm. uh, at this stage, so the guy looking at the uh, the feed says, um, "Right, it's time to lock down this building. Two murders. <laughs> it's getting serious now." And how is that? How will that help? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, 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 like, everything's happened within the lift so far. What are you doing by shutting down the rest of the building? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so, wild. hilarious superstitious guard offers the line. He always kills the last victim in front of the person they love most to make cynics of us all. Just wonderful. Uh, okay. Wonderful <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And it's just so specific as well. It's suspicious just, as well because your grandma knows an awful lot about what the devil does yeah, like exactly. to do and doesn't like to do. How- <laughs> What's going on with grandma, friend? Have you spoken to us recently? And how do these stories tend to manifest? And at this stage, he will try to commi- uh, comment to the others on how good his mattresses are. <laughs> It'll always happen that way. There will always be a mattress seller amongst the devil's victims. <laughs> because mattress sellers are <laughs> on par with Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a good one. Not once. Oh, God. Casper. Fuck you, uh... Casper. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting that deal now, huh? <laughs> so, hilarious superstitious guard has hilariously been left alone with the radio, so he starts praying, which upsets everyone and causes a massive incident. Um... <laughs> I think the drama at this stage revolves around the fact that they've discovered that Jodie Foster is a bit of a deceitful woman. A deceitful oh, woman? She plays men against each other. Couldn't possibly be a gold worse. digger. <laughs> she deserves to die. <laughs> One of the main problems of our society, I think. Yeah, absolutely. One of the people that definitely should go to hell is, is someone who's reclaiming their own feminine wiles for their own good. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, it just, oh God, that's meant to be our thing. It's finding women sexy. The idea that it might be used for the benefit of the person we're finding sexy is really upsetting and frightening, actually. How dare she? (laughs) Kill her. Kill her immediately. Stab her in the neck. I'm so glad she's here. (laughs) The older, less hilarious security guard gets electrocuted by the aforementioned puddle. uh, And they start to suspect the guard might really be the killer because he works for the husband that she's been gold digging. And don't don't the other guards also work for the husband, though? I I swear I saw on their little badge caraway as well. I could be wrong. Or is yeah, I think so. So, like, yeah, he's been, like, selected for special duties. Uh, but <laughs> the guard dies by... He, he dies by having his head twisted all the way around, which oh every white man ever hilariously thinks she might have done. <laughs> Look, maybe she power lifts, you know? We don't know. We don't know how much she can bench. Well, I just think it's sexist that you don't think she could have done that. I know, sort. right? Oh, my God. I'm part of the problem. How dare you? <laughs> this woman has the wherewithal to marry a rich guy <laughs> she could definitely she can... twist someone's neck all the way around <laughs> for shorties <laughs> who can do that though i don't think that's a thing that anyone functionally can do like oh i bet dave, i bet dave batista could do it but he wouldn't because but he he's wouldn't because he's a nice man and same goes yes. for um uh... that's the that's the twist all the people who are strong enough to do it are too nice just would to never do it. do it the same goes for the rock yeah. i just don't think the rock would twist yeah. someone's neck around all the way around it's, it's hard to imagine done. jason Statham might <laughs> Oh, he might. <laughs> I look might, at him and I would. think he, he could and would and probably has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yes, Detective Zachary Squinto tries to monologue them into being good, which kind of works. They put the knights down. Uh, but there is a devil about, so they could maybe have kept those on them. Uh, yeah. So Jodie Foster gets killed. But surprise, it was the frail old judgmental lady who was the devil. Oh and double surprise, every white guy gave Zachary Squinto his dark past by accidentally killing his family. No! <laughs> <laughs> 
No. This is something I want to point out as a weird Shyamalan trope. Is oh. <laughs> so in signs, Shyamalan uh-huh. plays the man who who falls asleep at the wheel and oh, kills yeah. the dude's husband. Hus- wife, sorry, I was being way yeah. too way too uh, progressive for a Shyamalan yeah. movie. Anyway, um, kills, <laughs> kills the dude's wife and he loses his faith, right? In yeah. this movie, the dude gets drunk, kills oh, the dude's yeah. wife, and loses his faith and then gains it back. Uh, it's, the, it's the same fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like Stephen King has a lot of drunk drivers, but to be fair, that is because he was once run over by a drunk driver. <laughs> so that kind of... Kind of played on his memory a little bit. Do you think that drunk driver was Shyamalan? (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Stephen King was run over by a light Shyamalan. Now, that is a twist. That's a twist. That's a twist worthy of a Shyamalan movie. That is a great twist. God. You know, every so often, a a scary movie joke does just embed itself firmly into my memory of a horror (laughs) film because all I, like, when I try to think of signs, the bit where he shows up and his Denise Richards has been hit by a car, I just remember the scary movie 3 joke where Charlie Sheen shows up for that oh yeah it's denise richards in scary movie see i just did it like well i think it's not denise <laughs> richards in science <laughs> um yeah she shows up and the uh the, the m night Shyamalan character is at the side of the road with like a police blanket around him and he just says john i need a ride home <laughs> <laughs> but i i am starting to think that Shyamalan's got something to hide <laughs> yeah i think so he definitely hit stephen king um, I have no more notes on the plot. What happens? He like he confesses, every white man does. Yeah. And so the yeah. devil decides to let him off. And the devil's like, oh, I really wanted you. I'm sad now. And then just wanders <laughs> off somewhere. Like, you got me on a gone. technicality. Yeah. <laughs> like it is. She turns around and goes, I was really hoping to get you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the cop who has gone on a wild journey, but the cop opens the elevator door and finds that the devil is missing like, and like runs about gone? the place like Kaiser Soze is just giving him the slip. <laughs> it's, like, if, if, if you believe now, that's Yeah, that like what good is arresting devil? this old lady going to do? Sure. <laughs> you were hoping to arrest the devil. <laughs> so then... I'm he, sorry that didn't work out. He takes the dude in his car and he goes, that was my family. Rawr. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. and then he says, um, "I forgive you," which for which yep. I wrote "ew." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the next bit is, "If the devil is real, then God must be real too." Uh, and the city is the right way up now. The city is the right way up now. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yay! It's right way up. There's no devil. Yay! Good stuff. That's why the jam kept landing. It's because the world was upside down. Upside down. I mean, you know, if you're in Philadelphia and it suddenly turns upside down, you know there's a devil in there. Um, yeah, yeah. Know, that's that's. The, at least I know now. If I ever visit Philadelphia, <laughs> just to keep an eye out for whether we're upside down or not. The building's always <laughs> this way up. Oh, oh, bum! Can't believe it. Bloody devils about again. Devil Nobody get into any elevators. <laughs> <laughs> so that was devil. How did it hold up the second time round? <laughs> it was worse, but I enjoyed watching it more because I was watching it with Craig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, and he noticed some things that I didn't mm. notice, um, mm. and just I, I don't know. There was just there was just some fun bits to laugh at, frankly. Like there was, it was. There really were. Yeah. It was less silly than I remember. I remember it being just constant. Like all I remembered were the funny bits. Yeah. I remember the security guard. I remember the terrible dialogue. I remember the guy, the M Night Shyamalan uh, stand-in in the lift being. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Christina Hendricks. I remember him being way more annoying. Yeah. He only really has like one monologue of being annoying before he gets killed. Yeah, 
and he does that that thing at the start like when they're just in the lift and it's just shut down yeah. and he starts singing along to the music you're like I don't don't think that's that annoying. That's kind of... I'd be like, hey, you know the song? We like to sing the song. Let's keep our spirits up, friend. Like, they were all like, really, oh, stop being such a dickhead. It was like, well, he's not doing that much. Jesus, calm down. (laughs) He's just trying to kill the tension a bit. I'd be way more annoying than that in a lift. (laughs) (laughs) And I would be the first to die. And it wouldn't be the devil. People would just kill me. Yeah, the devil just didn't get round to you. As a so bad it's good movie, um, it still works pretty well. It's still pretty yeah. funny in ways that don't feel entirely uh, on purpose. So yeah. It kind of works for that. As a as its own legitimate film, I think what surprised me is how little it actually commits to its own premise. Yeah. Because if you look at something like Alfred Hitchcock's Lifeboat, hmm. that movie is in a lifeboat. <laughs> that whole movie is in the lifeboat it's just with the just lifeboat. these characters. Yeah. yeah. And there's other movies that have done similar things. There's a British movie called Exam a few years ago, which is entirely set in a room of a bunch of people trying to do a job interview in a dystopian right. future. And it's all in that room. And there's been other things. Um, you know, Cube, for 12 example. Twelve Angry Men. Um, <laughs> Twelve Angry Men. Like, there's plenty of great stuff where it's just one room with a small group of people. And you yeah. could make that movie. You know, and think of Buried as well. You know, Ryan... Not Gosling. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds just, like, in a box the whole movie. <laughs> or 127 no hours as well. I mean, I think there is cutting away. Yeah. Now, but it's pretty much just you with this man. I think. Going through yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always a little disappointed when there's cutting away. I think it always just, it's like, you sold me on the premise of this. Yeah. Being a contained, like, pot boiler bottle episode. Yeah. And it's kind of a shame that we're, like, doing this police investigation. It reminds me of the Saw movies. Where you're always just like, just go back to the game. I just want to see all it's the what we're all murders. here for. <laughs> we don't care that. Oh, John Kramer has another warehouse registered to him. Let's go. Oh, thrilling. No, just get back to the games. <laughs> it's what we're all here for. We don't care about all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of this movie is that dark past detective just trying to follow red herrings. Yeah. Yeah, like and reasons that the, some of the herrings are kind of fun. There's a bit where they talk about suicide notes that really tickled me. Oh um, yeah, this is, this is a weird thing to include in a suicide note. <laughs> Most suicide notes are all crazy or all rational, and I was like, eh? <laughs> rational. <laughs> Let's go back to rational. <laughs> I mean, look at this. Look at this one. This note is entirely understandable. It's why I'd kill myself. I, in fact, you know, it's persuaded me. Frankly, it's it's really good. I'm gonna go over <laughs> later and just you know copy this note and kill myself. You know, like what? Wow, this is, <laughs> this this is a good note. Yeah, thanks. It's mine. So, <laughs> like that. She needs a holiday. <laughs> she needs a little sleep. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever checks in on the mental health of the lady who's in charge of reading all <laughs> of the reading suicide, the suicide notes. notes. I know is that her only job as well? I can't. I couldn't figure oh out her job because she seemed to just be coming in at random points, smiling cheerfully and saying, "Well, this is strange," and then wandering off again. Oh, was like, she that lady from the beginning who I could have sworn was going to be something? Yeah. She's like, hey, he's like, hey. Yeah, yeah. She, she was off. that lady. It was like, what is she for? <laughs> who is she? Is she is she a forensic person or something? Like, what is happening? She's just a friend. She's, She's just, just a, a friend. Of She's that just guy. over there. She's yeah. like, look at this suicide note, friend. <laughs> let's let's bitch about it and text oh. later or something. I don't know. I, yeah, that's the kind of thing I wanted more of. More silliness, more this isn't how yeah. the police work. More there's only five people in this movie, kind of just <laughs> that kind of thing. But I don't know. If for what it is, it works relatively well. Um, as an entertaining little camp thing. And I would yeah. like to have seen more of the Night Chronicles, I think. <laughs> it's strange that it didn't happen, uh, considering this movie did make money. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, look, I, I, I was 
I found it annoying, but I also found it weirdly endearing. Um, because they're trying. Yeah, they're doing a thing. They are, I guess. <laughs> that's the thing about Shyamalan. It's always so strange. Is you feel like a bit of a cynic sometimes because he is always being quite sincere. He's very. You sincere. never feel like any of his movies are cynical. No. They're just incompetent. He really means <laughs> it. He just doesn't know what he means. <laughs> <laughs> And it's frustrating because you feel like there's such a great talent getting in. But this proves, you know, if, if I've ever said of him, he's a great idea guy. He just needs to not be directly involved in, like, uh-huh. the movie. This p- proves that that's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> it literally needs to be story by M. Night Shyamalan and then he's not involved in any other part of the process. Is it bad I feel the same way about Stephen King? I don't like his books, Ooh. but the, story, yeah, no, the films made of his stories are really good. So it's like yeah. he's good at stories, but not very good at the actual... Uh, yeah. in between righty bits <laughs> in my opinion yeah, his prose <laughs> no his prose has always been very tricky and I've I don't know with Stephen King like I've always found that the movies of of like his works that I've liked the best of the ones where the directors came in basically used the story and just, told their own movie just took out a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I remember talking to someone who preferred The Shining book what and it's How? just like yeah I know <laughs> and they were like oh I think it's really scary the way the hedge monsters come to life and I'm like really no it's not that <laughs> that's like the dumbest part of the book <laughs> that's the least scary thing you could possibly think of I know. hedge monsters I know and all of it, whatever, because every so often I get interested in the Dark Tower thing that he wrote. Yeah. But every time I get to the bit where, like, cars are alive or something, and I just think, this isn't quite right for me. This medieval fantasy movie where he's getting into car crashes. <laughs> and again, with uh, Stephen King, you get the feeling that it's it's all, it's very, uh, it's not cynical. Again, there's no, there's yeah. no cynicism to it. It, but no. and this is what they want to do but it's just there's, there's some <laughs> things that just don't work friend you know? yeah sometimes you just don't have the thing in common with the person what <laughs> what stephen king finds scary is just not what i find scary and that's fine yes but i do appreciate the fact that yeah his premises at least because this is a good premise yeah you know it just needs more of a hands-off approach <laughs> because i feel like these two goobers that he's hired to write and direct this movie are basically Shyamalan quotes yeah or they're at least something they're just about yes the way men, you write. <laughs> yeah, there's something about the way you write dialogue that really resonates with me. <laughs> suck as a, a butt. Human being. <laughs> Why don't you suck a butt? Suck a butt gets said. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh god. <laughs> can I can I mention? I oh should I, I'll save that for good things. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say. Well, that. let's get to good things. Let yeah. us quick fire the stuff we liked about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so i I quite like the ominous upside down philadelphia i thought that was uh like i think you know because it's like the opposite of rom-coms you come in and you have like a nice skyscape (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i thought that was quite a nice way to say it this is a scary film (laughs) set in the city yeah and the remake of Candyman started the same way like a couple of years ago i don't the remake the legacy the sequel to Candyman. Thingy, yeah. yeah, yeah, from a couple of years ago. <laughs> so I like that. That started the same way one. and was really way. menacing. Yeah, yeah, why not? Absolutely. Makes and sense. I had to watch the beginning of Candyman thinking about Devil. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, it could be a good de- a could a good detail in a whodunit is the idea that a guy jumps from a building onto a truck and the truck then rolls down the yeah. street changing the crime scene yeah like that could be done well like he noticed it really early on he notices there's no glass yeah um it's way you know, too and quick that, is the problem and that the truck bounced off of like this rebar thing yeah and like that could be a fun idea there's things that could be done with that where you have to now figure out where the jump happened from yeah definitely i thought yeah i thought yeah. that was an interesting uh, thing um alternately 
something that I don't like, but I did find funny. The the <laughs> building they're in is three 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 Locust Street. Right. Okay. <laughs> on the three three three. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's so it's so on the nose. And who names a street after locusts? <laughs> <laughs> Barry Locust, the entrepreneur the city needed. So yeah, I I like oh, that, God. but in a way that I hate it. If you know what I mean, it's I find that very yeah, funny absolutely and stupid. <laughs> um, I really like the rainy city streets because we often cut outside, and it's just yeah. There's a scene actually where the ambulance pulls up to the building, and it's mm. just like a locked on uh, camera onto the uh, the ambulance, um, the shy ambulance, and <laughs> actually it's a fire department actually because they're gonna cut through the door. Um, uh, all through the wall in order to try and get to this thing because apparently yeah they're in they're like way too far between doors they can't just go and pry the door open and get down there so they have to drill through the wall of this place wild um insane because that's easier than cutting through the door um <laughs> and yeah but yeah the, just the tracking shot of like the the vehicle pulling up to the building in a fixed shot with like rain it you know yeah. felt good it felt suitably sort of michael mann or christopher nolan-esque which I like. Yeah, and it's very Philadelphia because yeah. the weather's apparently much Oh, yeah. Right? <coughs> yeah. <I'm> <laughs> and, um, my next one could think is the inclusion of the Motorola Razor, which gave me a... Oh, yeah! Like, yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Main character's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, at the point where they're like, use your phones to illuminate everything. First of all, the idea that that wouldn't occur to people immediately <laughs> is so 2010, but oh, then they yeah. get their tiny little phone screens out. It's just... No torches on them. So adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how far we've come in, like, 13 years that these phones are suddenly, like, adorable. It's almost <laughs> disturbing how far we've come in 13 years. I know, years. right? Um, but, you know, that's oh, fine. God. We're, we're not yeah. in a, a hellscape of future. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, oh, no God. <laughs> there's, there's a good edit, I think, where an uh, unfunny security guard is down in the basement and he's trying to put the ca- uh, the cable back onto the hook uh-huh. and he's he decides that he needs to put his foot in the puddle so he tentatively raises his foot over the puddle <laughs> and just when he's about to make contact with the water we cut he to cuts. like the drill go- yeah. yeah the drill like going into the wall and there's like sparks from it and it was good it was like really sudden and abrupt it was yeah. quite a good cut but then then the the immediate <laughs> aftermath of him running into yeah. the place and someone shouting medic <laughs> made it fucking hilarious yeah and another guy another guy shouts he came through the door <laughs> Really? Not the scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> the door. The door. Which door? I, I, one of my good things was Dwight the maintenance man. I thought he was, I don't know. Yeah. yeah there was just something about him that charmed me. My last good thing, actually, is um, the crash. When uh, we actually get a little flashback to see the car crash that killed Dark Past's uh, family. Mm-hmm. It's quite good because he's like bending down trying to pick something up and he's got like the headlights and then the car you know, suddenly shows up in the headlights really quick and it's like side on. Yeah, it feels and, quite yeah, like, that was, like yeah. a car crash would feel. To some yeah. yeah, it feels very dramatic and quite sudden. And yeah, some of the jump scares really got me. Then they ruin it by showing what is clearly a Chucky doll, <laughs> not a child. <laughs> that shot out of the windscreen somehow, even though he hit the car side on. Like there's what a perfect little hole in the windshield and the kid is oh, like 20 feet hole. away. They classically go for the <laughs> Oh god! Oh look, the, seat, the kids clearly didn't have a seatbelt on, so like I blame the mother. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Always blame the mother in these things. That's that's just the way to go. Um, <laughs> uh, I quite 
like the fact that the start and the end, you know, it's a shot of Philly upside down. I oh, know we've said this. And oh, a yeah. shot of Philly no longer upside down. I liked that. I liked I thought, you know, that showed some thought into it. That was nice. Yeah. Um, the world at right. And, you know, alternately, I also enjoyed the the just many, many stupid quotes in it, like the toast quote and, like, you know. <laughs> the toast is amazing. These toast just... always lands jelly side down because it's the heavier that's, side. That's the weight of toast. It's very, it's very <laughs> standard. That's obvious. It's just, it's so innocuous. And also, why was that toast just around? <laughs> <laughs> he has he just that. just had some jelly just toast in case, on hand. I think it's because his grandma said to him, Keep a jelly toast on hand in case you need to find out if the devil is it's, here. Um, it's like his totem from Inception. You can't just he bring just... a child round with you and see if it'll hit its hands on the table. You know, you have to <laughs> toast is easier, easier conveyed with you, really, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> he's sat there like... Um... He sat there like Cobb from Inception. He just gets the toast out and then puts a gun to his head and then drops it to see if it's... <laughs> Are you imagine Ramirez is in is in is in Inception and he's just like flopping this toast? Oh no! <laughs> oh, I oh love my that. god, that's funny. <laughs> Amazing. Well then, let me just check in with the OG team. OG team. Uh, we didn't hear from the OG team this time. Oh, they are dare all they? still massively hungover from the big New Year's party they had without us. Which rude. It's Quite outrageous, weird. but I respect it. Um, <laughs> screw you, OG team. <laughs> OG team, and that's a screw you from us. Um, <laughs> excellent. Okay, so I guess the thing to discuss now is the one better thing. The one better thing. Any ideas? <laughs> I really struggled uh, to think of a one better thing because, again, I don't know what genre this is in. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it's like some kind of weird... Horror, action, yeah. religious <laughs> thing. Um, but Craig made a good suggestion, I think. Which oh, is, yeah. um Phone booth. Oh, um, yes. Because phone booth is the whole, it's in one place, you know, you got to figure out who's the the guy and whatever. It's very similar yeah. sort of concept. You know, just, there's not the devil in there, but like, yeah. you know, it's in one place. And I, I, I enjoyed phone booth significantly more than I enjoyed devil, so. That's fair. <laughs> I think maybe just because Colin Farrell's in it. <laughs> Colin Farrell's in it, and I think it's Joel Schumacher, actually. It was, like, his uh, his first movie after, like, Batman and Robin. He made Phone Booth. <laughs> nice. It's kind of like a mea culpa. And, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. um, Does It's been job. a while, but I remember really liking it. Yeah. This is the thing for me as well. It has been a while with Phone Booth. And, I, know, I again, I also remember really liking it. And I also remember it being fairly, like, similar to Devil. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What did you think of? Because I, <laughs> I was really stumped with this one. So as I mentioned earlier, there is a movie called Exam, mm. uh, directed by Stuart Hazeldean, and I feel like I've probably had it as a one better thing before. It's a British film, and it is entirely about a bunch of individuals who are brought into a room and are told that they are going to have one hour to answer the exam mm-hmm. uh, that has been set to them. Uh, an hour, like 80 minutes or something like that. There's eight of them. Um, and they turn over their papers and there is nothing there, nothing on the paper whatsoever. And they basically are in this room. They can't talk to anyone 
They can talk to each other, but there's no invigilator. There's nothing there. And they have to just figure out what it is they have to do to earn this job, which is, as you find out as the movie goes on, extremely important to have and could be a life or death thing. Oh. So, yeah, it was very good. It was, it's got, it, it's a British indie movie and it has some awkward performances, stuff that only really sounds unnatural, I think, if you're British and you can, like, hear it. And it's like, oh, okay, that's not how people talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's some really good people in there there's Gemma Chan in there hmm. um, yeah and I just remember it being a really good drama where the whole drama of the thing comes from those characters and how they interact with each other huh. um, yeah and it's maybe kind of a sci-fi movie too piggybacking yeah. off that maybe Cube yes Cube would work as well as a as a like oh, small Cube's space very good. have to figure shit out to get out exactly. sort of scenario yeah. I haven't watched it in a while again though <laughs> Oh, I remember loving Cube. And again, yeah, it it, exam works in that way where there's like clues and different developments yeah. and things change and, you know, they turn on each other and it's very character driven. And that's that's what you want to see in a film like this. Yeah, whereas the problem with Devil is none of the people in the elevator are actually trying to figure anything out. They're all just yelling no. at each other. And <laughs> yeah, they just lose their shit immediately. Yeah, there's no... And they're not... And they're not interesting enough. You don't have any shifting. And they're all very unlikable as well. Yeah, like... <laughs> like, so you yeah. don't root for anyone. Yeah, and it, the only people you like, generally, are outside of the elevator, <laughs> which is yeah. like, you know, well, okay. <laughs> like the hilarious cop. Yeah, like, I'm only entertained by the people who aren't in the elevator, whereas really what you want is people who have, like, interesting layers and you're trying to figure them out and, you know, find yeah, out what makes stakes. them tick and stuff. Like, you know, but... Yeah, exactly. It does not yeah. do that. <laughs> it does not do that. And that is the missed opportunity of Devil. Yes. Okay. So, how can people find out more about Roll Plus Heart? Uh, they can. We have a Twitter at Roll Plus Heart. Um, yeah, they good. We have a website now, but I probably shouldn't tell you. I'll, you know what? You'll find out about it on Twitter. If you look on Twitter, we'll post it at some point because I don't think we've finished our website. <laughs> oh god. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, although we don't update that very often because I was meant to be doing it and then I forgot. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but if you want to talk to us, I will still reply to things on the Facebook. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's still a viable way to get in contact. We have an email address, uh, rollplusheart at gmail.com if you want to... I don't know. Love yell it. at us, at us, or ask us yeah. to do things for you exclusively for complaints and requests. Well, you know, and you know, spam mail generally <laughs> is what I find it's yeah. mostly useful. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, Love that. And Gotta those get are that in things. Somehow. Wait, if you want to contact me, uh, you can't. I am the ethereal creature of doom. <laughs> um, I simply will not talk to you ever. Uh, you only appear where there has been a suicide and then a bunch of weirdos get into a lift. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm poof, I'm gone. <laughs> the greatest the greatest trick that Helen ever, ever achieved was convincing the world she did not exist. <laughs> yeah, I'm just oh, um God. I'm just a voice that Sarah puts on. <laughs> uh, oh, that makes sense. That explains things. <laughs> that explains your Muppety countenance. Yeah, I am very Muppety looking. <laughs> your Muppety complexion. <laughs> I am purple. <laughs> oh, God. Well, oh, if you dear. want to send us some spam mail, then what you need is ottpod um, at gmail.com mm-hmm. or just anywhere you like, really. Put it into Twitter or Facebook or you know, any search engine, OGT pod, and you will find out all about the one good thing. We have a Patreon where we have all sorts of crazy content, including some stuff featuring Helen now. So get on in there. We've also just run down our favorite movies of all time based on a recent uh, reevaluation. And yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. So get in there 
and enjoy it all. A lot of good things, you might even say. <laughs> oh my god! It's the name so of the many... film. No, <laughs> <laughs> I love the title drop. Like the bit in this where they're like, oh, "Elevator." Oh no, that's right. I'm Paul Elevator. I'm Hell on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. My name is written for it. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, the one good thing about M Night Shyamalan's Devil is it's the it's the toast bit. <laughs> it's the toast bit. That's not. Lying. It's the toast bit, guys. Come on, let's be honest with ourselves. And children's heads hitting tables is also pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye out for it. <laughs>